Hello, I'm Pauline Jennings. Welcome to Musician Talk. Today we're catching up with Cedric Brion, the mastermind behind Greenvale Manitou, a group that creates imaginative, cutting-edge, mixed-genre, thoughtful music right here in Northfield. He was last on episode number 55 in April of 2022, and I asked him back today because on Thursday he has an EP release gig at the Grand. Yes, he's been busy making more incredible music, and that is our focus of today's discussion. By the way, if you'd like to hear about his musical journey, just go to greenvillemanito.com and hit the press button, and our last interview is right there. But now, today, it's time to find out the details of some of his recent music and catch up with Cedric Brian. Hi, Ced, and welcome to Musician Talk. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you this morning? Very good. I have to apologize for the pronunciation of your first name. I tried to be fancy with the last name, <laughs> and I kind of nailed that, but it said Tleek, as Wendy said, yeah. so we're just going to go with said. Sure. Uh, that works, works. works for me. Yes. And uh, everybody out there, this is our new time, Musician Talks, new time uh, for the summer, 830. So tune in every Sunday at 830, and here I will be. And today I'm so excited to have uh, said on the show, because this guy is a font of knowledge. Um when it comes to music making and music recording. But first, said, let's catch up. So you're on in April of uh, 2022. What's been going on since then? Well, we've been busy recording two, um, two other songs, which we are going to listen uh, today, if my memory is correct. Right? Yes, good, yes. Very good. Um, and yes, yeah, so we've been deciding um, to, to make an EP of the three songs and to make this official, um, to put the three singles on the same, on the same CD, um, it's kind of an adventure for me. So it's the first time I'm making shirts and I'm making CDs and all that. So this is a uh, this is the next stage uh, in uh, in the whole process. Um, Ginty has been busy with uh, with, um, with Chad Johnson, so I think he's after the project is going to be a bit more uh, working with him and going this direction. And I've had to find uh, new ideas for the next project, the gig um, at the Grand is going to introduce those musicians too. Nice. So I'm going to play the songs for the um, for the EP release for sure. Ginty is going to be here. He's going to fool around on a couple of other songs too. Nice. Uh, we've been working on a couple of cool stuff like this, and um, and then it's going to be. I thought it was going to be a good opportunity to kind of you know introduce also the the new crowd and and the new sound that's going to be there. So it's going to be a mix of genres and mix of songs for sure. Nice. And that's Thursday at the Grand. At yes. what time does it start? It is, uh, I believe, seven to ten. All right, and we will remind you more of that and find out more about that gig uh, coming up. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, songwriting. And we, we, when Gene was on, we talked about that too. But I, I just want to this time talk more about the thoughtfulness that you put into uh, your recording and when you record. And now, the way you do the, your recordings isn't like a lot of groups, which has the band and they go in the studio with their whole band and they have the bass player and they have a... a, a, a synthesized player and all, all, all the different elements are usually a different person sometimes you'll overdub and do a second part but it, it, for these songs it's just you and Gene T uh, in the studio creating mm -hmm. these songs so could you could you take take me through um, some of your process of songwriting and building a song um, it kind of depends on the song so for instance with Skies and Grain uh, the first song we're going to listen today 
it really started Jinti and I um, just jamming, you know, in the studio. We're trying to find riffs. We wanted to have some sort of a a rock and um, hard rock metal kind of song. So we kind of fooled around around his riffs. And I, uh, I sat behind an electronic drum set. I was trying to fool around with some of the sounds to, you know, from that from that drum set. And um, and it really started there. At some point, we we got something and we clicked on one riff and we decided to build from there. So a lot of songs, you know, you can build this way. You just have one good riff and then you build around that riff and you make a song. Um, Queen of All the Animals, the other song, is a very much different approach. What I did is I I wanted to try to write a song based on a picture. And it's the picture of, of my daughter that you've seen here. Um, that was kind of a challenge for singer-songwriters that I've read about. Like, you know, if you if you don't know kind of what the approach should be, sometimes it's good to take a picture and just to try to write a lyrical content based on the picture. So mm-hmm. that song started this way. So it started with the with the content. And then we knew with Genty, um that we wanted something that was less rock. We wanted to try something that was from the lo-fi world, a bit more hip, a bit more groovy. And the rest was pretty easy. But we started with the with a depiction of, a, of of the picture and what it really meant. Of your daughter there yes. with all her animals, yeah. her stuffed animals. That's yeah, the so picture is cute. It's a picture it of her in the bedroom. I mean, we can talk more about the picture when we talk about the song. Absolutely. But it's a, it's a great picture. So what do you say lo-fi? What do you mean? Um, kind of minimalistic approach uh, of, you know, very uh, very nonchalant, I would say, beats. You know, So imagine like a very strong, very powerful hip-hop beat, but tune this down to something that's a bit more mellow, um, it's something that is very, um, very popular in the student world, for instance, when they do their homework, when they want to study and have some music in the back that's not too aggressive. Got it. Um, that is lo-fi. And it's also, you know, lo-fi versus hi-fi. Hi-fi is splendidly uh, achieved. It's full of quality. Lo-fi is a bit more rugged. It's a bit more raw. You know, a, a lot of the lo-fi world, for instance, keeps the hiss of a cassette or the or the crackling of a vinyl. This is yeah. kind of the, the ambience here. So it creates this sort of cool, um, minimalistic approach to doing things, which gives a lot of space for the rest. And it kind of feels more old-fashioned, although it's not, because people with doing modern, very modern songs are using the lo-fi thing, a lo-fi angle, I guess, to their music. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I guess you might think analog with that his sound, yep. the thought of analog versus digital uh, yep. sound. All right, so uh, you talked about uh, Skies and Grain a little bit, and I want to delve into that very deeply here. And uh, Sed created a series of wonderful documentaries on the making of this song, and I highly encourage all of you to go to YouTube and look up Skies and Grain or Greenville Manitou, and I think you can get to those uh, documentary part one, two, and three there. So um, why did you decide to do these documentaries about the making of the song? Um, it was definitely, you know, the more we were working on the song, the more we, we realized it was a complex thing that we were doing. So there was yeah. a lot of layers going on there. Uh, and the more the songwriting process was going on, the more we wanted to, to get a, a vibe of what the song was about. The song really is, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a the song about the war in Ukraine it was really like uh, originated by the events of, uh, of Kiev, you know, it really is about like the battle of Kiev really mm-hmm. that happened, uh, you know, February of last year. And um, there's a lot of things, for instance, we did not anticipate. We did not anticipate um, that, the, that the Ukrainians would strike back as powerfully and as fast as they did, which right. is splendid, you know. Yes. 
when we wrote the song, we thought that this was going to last for a little while, and you know those guys were in need, and we first wanted to send you know some of the um, uh, money for the fights, and now it's much more for you know the rebuilding and the refugees that we that we have that in mind. So the more the song was being built, because it took us a while to build the song, the situation in Ukraine was changing too, and. Uh, the the song became a bit more symbolic about greater needs and greater forms of freedom. Mm. Skies and grain mm. was what became a symbol that could be applied to many conflicts and make many um, many rights for freedom. And then came the layer of associating the, the the landscape of skies and grain to our own experience as expats in the Midwest. Um, so the, the song really has different layers of meaning like this. And what started really about the song about the war in Ukraine that was propelled by, by some of the early stages. And the song was really also propelled by um, what, what I thought was some sort of a b- delayed response from most uh, countries. Like it often happens, you know, right. that happened. There was, there was kind of a long silence before the first countries kind of, you know, um, kind of put their foot down and said, this is, this is not acceptable and we need to do something about this. You know, there was a long silence. What should we do? Because obviously... The situation is scary. Right, right. What should we do with Russia being on the other side of that? Yeah. yeah. So just like the the, the song um, that we listened to last time, Song to the Fascist, I guess I wanted to kind of strike that while it was hot because I think it's not very useful to do this once the thing is done. Right. But um, but yeah, it was it was very interesting to see how the situation over there was progressing as the song was being written. So it, it kind of changed a few times that it was being written you know yeah yeah and then you know in the end it ended up being this this thing as you can see if you if you if you go and check the documentaries this thing that is also reminiscent of our experience here you know and and, and staying also in northfield the idea of factions the idea there's an all-up side it is a cotton side it is a towny side it is a, <laughs> you know and it's it's kind of yeah it's kind of uh there's a lot of things going on in this song and and that's very obvious when you listen to it, and, and not only in the lyrics, but also in the, your choices musically. Um, and the skies and grain concept, I believe, came from the Ukraine flag. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is something, I forgot what it was. I think it was, I believe if I'm correct, that it was some of an old quote from uh, um, Tori Morrison. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love Tori Morrison. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and that she kind of defined uh, the Ukrainian flag this way uh, a while ago. Don't quote me for sure, though, but I think this is where I got it, I got the idea from. You know, and your idea of it changing and things in the Ukraine, uh, or in Ukraine changing as you were building this song, it's still going on, though, right? Uh-huh, there, I mean, yeah. I just looked up the news today, and exactly. their bombings are still going on. People are, are still getting killed. Homes are still being destroyed. Exactly. You know, every, every week, every day, and, and we forget. Yes. I mean, we just go on with our life because yeah. it's not right in our face because the news has moved on of as course. well. And so it's kind of, um, I don't know, uh, bittersweet maybe I, I don't know if that's not quite the word that you're that you're just coming out with this now because it's a reminder to all of us to yeah. open your eyes we all have to keep our eyes open to all of this stuff because it is, it's so yeah. easy to keep our, to bury our heads yeah so that's what i kind of hammer in a, in, a, in a chorus you know you you've noticed that the voice is changing tones very clearly the voice is sweet in the in the verses the voice is very aggressive in the in the chorus and this is an aggressiveness that aims at opening people's eyes that the first lines in now the bombs they keep a falling and this is exactly what's happening as you say today. Right. The bombs they still keep a falling right now, but yeah, we have 
somehow it seems like we have moved on because there's right. other things to talk about. But this is still of importance. This is still going on. And there's also many other conflicts in the world that are not being discussed enough. Exactly. Um, and yeah, and this is, I also felt also that Ukraine has always been, you know, as a European, uh, through many conflicts, I've always pictured Ukraine as being right here at the, the border between the East and the West, yeah. caught between, you know, two worlds uh, and, and conflicts and, and, and uh, all, all over the place, all over the time. And this is what I'm saying also in a song when I say uh, caught between um, the feast of the beast to the East and the faked and rest of the pests to the West. Love those lines. I, I have that written down, highlighted. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a, what a great couple lines and so evocative. Um, it summarizes the situation. You know, there's always been trouble from, from, from the East going on there. And on the West side, there's always been this sort of, this is this condemnation. But in my taste, there's not enough action, I guess, is what right. I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Well, yeah. uh, complacency. Yeah. Right. And our own lives moving ahead. And like you said, it's, it's not just U- Ukraine. It's, it's all over the world that we need to pay more attention to the issues of the problems and try to help out as m- much as we can when this country is so wealthy. And it is what I'm doing. You know, it's not, I'm taking sides. Uh, I think I'm making this clear also in the documentary. We can talk about the Russians, but you know, what I've, what I've seen a lot in the, in the news is a bunch of kids Right. There's a lot of Russian soldiers for sure, but there's a bunch of kids who have been brainwashed to and just send there. Right. You know, there's a difference between sending Russians and sending like an 18 year old that has been lied to, you know. Right. Right. Well, war in general. Right? Yes, exactly. The, our, our brainwashing our children used to be just our young men, but brainwashing our basically our kids to go and get themselves killed for the powers that be. It's just yeah. crazy that we do this as human beings. It yeah, really yeah. is. Um, so as an artist, the only thing I can do is basically to raise awareness, try to be as tolerant as possible, and just try to help the victims. They always take the victim sides. Exactly. You know? And they're and, and they're victims on both sides. And yeah. M- most, almost always. Well, always, I guess you'd have to say. You, you touched a little bit on the <clears throat> choices that you made in how you're singing the song. So there's very distinctive differences. And oh my gosh, what you can do with your voice. <laughs> it is so incredibly versatile and your range is incredible. Thank you. Um, and you go from this mm, disturbed, I, I guess, kind of voice. Uh, disturbed the band. Disturbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This, oh, get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I right? can see that. Yeah, It's really... Uh-huh. Deep, deep, gravelly, rich uh, sound to to very melodic, um, a little bit more ethereal maybe sounds. And so, tell me how you made those decisions. I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but let's dive into that a little deeper. Well, I'm definitely, you know, um, I was born in the early '80s, so the '90s were definitely an important sound for me, right? Those are elements you find in grunge all over the place. Yeah, those right. are elements you find in the, in the heavy metal of that period too. You know, uh, from the from the soft to the to the harsh. That that was that that was the recipe for like bands say uh, like uh, Alice in Chains, right? It's always been that mm-hmm. bands that could go, you know, um, that could go like an MTV unplugged, or that can go so you know very uh, very very electric. And in the range of voice to be from sweet and disturbed, but not the band disturbed, <laughs> right. because there was what the grand <clears throat> grunge was about, right? Let's talk about of uh, fragilities. Let's talk about the, the, what's happening in Seattle and all the drugs happening there. Let's let's talk about depression. Let's talk about the um, oppression. Oppression. Let's talk about you know those those were young males that were talking openly about their suffering, which was 
you know, the guys like Chris Cornell, the guys like, obviously, Kurt Cobain. Right. Uh, and all those songs. Nirvana is a great example of that sound, too, right? Nirvana right. Can, be, can be super sweet and super... And, you know, plus I like grunge because grunge itself is, has, you know, past the scene it's been associated to, which is Seattle. Uh, every grunge band that I can think of really does not sound the same. Nirvana, nice. I think, approached punk in a way that Pearl Jam did not. Uh, Pearl Jam stayed a bit more classic rock and folk in many ways. Right, right. Um, Alice in Chains really flirted with metal. And like the others, then comes Screaming Trees, then comes all those, you know, all those other flavors of what was dubbed grunge again by the press but really it was just what they had in common was that was let's talk about those topics you know fragility of of, of masculinities um you know uh, drugs depression um suicidal tendencies stuff that were taboo and that needed right. to be addressed right and uh, they, mental health right and, right um, and i think that that helped toward not that we're open enough about it, but yeah. certainly way more. And the younger generation is incredibly more open to talking about oh, these yeah. things. It's not a shameful thing to talk about. Thank God. Because I mean, if you hide it, doesn't mean it goes away. No, no. That's no. for sure. I mean, it should help me makes for it worse. sure. Yeah. Nice. Oh, it, nice. it helped me, you know, through going through a lot of what I've been going through myself. But um, yeah. So yeah, I guess this is where the, um, where this is coming from, that, that kind of sweetness that turns into harshness. It's definitely my love of grunge going on there. Nice. You know, it's interesting when you talk about genre. And when I was growing up, there was a handful of genre. I don't know, maybe 20. I, I'm just throwing out a word. And now, I mean, kind of maybe maybe this was influenced by this the grunge thing, that, 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 that you would have so many different sounds with under one genre, that now there's like this genre chart. Okay, that's hard to say. Genre chart <laughs> online, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds. I, I mean, every every genre has subcategories, and within those subcategories, there's subcategories. I know, I and know. so it's just like exploding of what you can do. There's yeah, no rules. I know, there I are know. no rules. I used to be a metal head. I mean, I'm still a metal head of sorts. It's just I, I you know, metal is when you're into metal, you have to be super niche, right? You you cannot listen to anything else you past metal. Not. If you do, <laughs> right. if you do that, you know, you're just like a betrayer or something, you know. <laughs> Uh, so that's what I say. What I say. Oh, thank God I expanded my horizons since then, you know. But um, even the world of metal, remember, was ridiculous. There's the number of types of metal that can be dubbed out there. You right, know? right. You know, right. groove metal, harsh metal, speed metal, <laughs> symphonic metal. <laughs> See, so, that's right. what I'm talking about. It's just there are no rules. You can, and if it doesn't exist, you can just create yeah. your own, right? And at some point, you you gather stuff together, and you have this elongated, hyphenated, almost German. <laughs> You know, like like name that's ridiculous. Like, okay, let's just let's just like I guess if if we want to glue this back together, maybe it's time we consider that genres, you know, are not that that impermeable. You know, right? It, exactly, and also it kind of becomes a circle because I bet you there's exactly the same kind of music with all sorts of different words hyphenated over here that matches exactly over here, and it, so it converges at some point in time. Oh yeah. Um, so I want to get to playing uh, Skies and Grain. I just want you to um, tell us a little bit, um, or tell us, describe what you, your decisions and how uh, how you came up with the sound in the beginning, the siren. Well, um, the great thing uh, that working with Jinty is that Jinty really is into uh, sampling sounds that bring a symbolic touch to the songs. We've been doing that a lot with Born of the Same. I don't know if you remember, but it was the seagull. We sampled the rain. We sampled the cavey sounds, you know, elements. A door, uh, a squeaky door that was like um, closing on your face 
maybe behind the, the main protagonist at the beginning of the of the song so that mm-hmm. there's an openness towards nature so he likes to do that a lot which is kind of the type of work you could expect of someone say working in movies or in series you know like doing this sort of sound um sound game as well so we we wanted to do that in the song we wanted to incorporate sounds that were reminiscent of a war um of of a war uh, um you know of war so we 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 use like the crackling and hissing of uh, of old radios right um those those kind of distorted sounds where you can almost hear wailings you know what i mean in mm-hmm. uh, in, in this distorted radio thing uh, so there was that. There was a bunch of other sounds that are reminiscent of war that we've been using, and we definitely wanted to use a siren as the as the as the intro, uh, because when we were uh, mixing the song, it was right after uh, the the beginning of the Battle of Kiev. So, and then we sat down. Was like, you know what? Let's listen to to the actual siren. And luckily enough for us, the song was in D, and the siren that was that blasted over Kiev was actually in D too. Wow. Um, which is not usually the case. Most of the sirens you recognize uh, in movies and stuff, and you can hear when people want to sample a siren, usually are sirens from World War II. Uh, a lot of them are British sirens uh, announcing, you know, that the, that the Luftwaffe is coming to, right. is coming right. to Britain to, to, to do the next bombing. Uh, but this siren is, is, is not tuned differently. It's tuned differently, so it's in D, so it worked perfectly. Right. So we started with the wow. siren, um, I guess we were a bit pirate there. We did not submit an application to the government of Ukraine to do this. So <laughs> we kind of decided to go rogue. Um, and, you know, we thought, you know, what's, what's the worst that can happen that they're going to, they're going to tell us you should not do this as we're trying to, you know, bring money and raise funds for the refugees. Right. It's not making and sense. That they have more important things. So I can, I can <laughs> testify that we've not been, we've not been in trouble since then. Thank goodness. Plus, Thank you know, goodness. it's not as if we like, you know, uh, two or Metallica, you know, I think we're pretty safe here in Northfield. <laughs> right. uh, exactly. <laughs> as we, as I like to say, you know, we're not, uh, we're not Bono, we're not Bonobos as well. You know, it's just <laughs> somewhere in between. Somewhere between the Bono. <laughs> Between and, uh, and a bonobo, and a bonobo, right? <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so yeah, so we did this, and it worked perfect. So the music starts with the sampling of the actual siren that blasted over Kiev, and uh, then uh, Ginty's riff kind of gently mingles in, and this is how the song begins. So it makes it, you know, it makes it very, very powerful there. It somehow I don't know if you did this on purpose or this just happened. Um, you're so purposeful. I bet you did. Uh, when it, when the guitar part starts, it sounds like a plane. Coming in to drop. Yeah. yeah. That's Maybe an effect that Ginty yeah. used. What he did, I think, is um, he actually recorded a chord and then uh, he cut the beginning and the end of this chord. And then it's basically a fade in. Wow. That makes this thing, right? So it starts yeah. by zero volume and then you push the volume up slightly and wow. then you get this kind of airplane effect. Yeah. That's great. Well, um, let's take a listen to Greenvale Manitou's song, Skies and Grain. Yeah. 
This is Pauline Jennings, and you're listening to Musician Talk. You just heard Skies and Grain, a powerful song about the war in Ukraine, written by my guest today, Cédric Brion, and his writing partner, Jinti Dutta, performed by his brainchild, the band called Greenvale Manitou. Greenvale Manitou has a CD release party uh, and gig at the Grand in Northfield on Thursday, this Thursday, the 8th, at 7 o'clock. Your song crafting is so sophisticated. There are so many uh, well-crafted elements in there uh, that when, when, particularly when you listen to your documentary and you hear how it's done, you realize the, the incredible thoughtfulness that you put into every aspect of your music. And yeah. I thank you for sharing that. That's incredible. Uh, one thing I noticed, it seems like, the, and correct me if I'm wrong, that the guitar is mixed as loudly as the voice. And yet there's space for both. They're, they're not crowding each other out, um, but they feel like they are as, imp- as have equal importance in the song. Yeah. Um, and so it's really that guitar just, as, as well as your voice, drives it forward and, yeah. and creates a sense of urgency for sure. in, in, in the song. It's been the case in the, in the three songs we've been doing with, with Jinti, you know guitar is his main voice mm-hmm. like he really expresses his emotions with this i've loved you know working with jinty for that he's not he's not this 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 guitarist that's all about demonstration and and shredding and all that stuff right. you know he he really spends the time to sit down and um and work on on the emotional of his solos too skies and green is a good example so if you've listened to the beginning of this solo it starts with this kind of like high-pitched note which I think he wanted to emulate some sort of a, a wail or a cry. Yeah. So, you know, like even the way he crafts his solos are about the storytelling very much and less about the, um, the musicology. Right. Um, and, and, and that makes for, as long as I'm concerned, a fantastic person to work with when it comes to, because I'm a songwriter, I like to spend time on, on words, the poetic side of things. He expresses his poetry with behind an electric guitar and, and, and with, uh, with with symbols and sounds more than just music notes, you know. Yes. Oh, totally. And you can totally hear that. And I so appreciate that. The the whole shredding thing, the the showing off your technical chops during a solo, gets pretty old pretty fast. If you yeah. don't have some kind of melody or some kind of um, telling a story through that, yeah, uh, it, it gets. It's like I've heard it. I've heard that now, and a, a, many many guitarists can do that, but. When you express your your own voice, then you're the only one that can do that. And, yeah. and so I, I know his solo yes. is like this. So it starts with a cry and a wail, and it moves on to something a bit mm. sweet, mm. sensitivity of families on the road, yes. you know, things like <sighs> that. And so in the three songs, it's been like this. Like you're right, the, the guitar and the voice are equally kind of mixed and, and mastered because those are all, both of our voices, basically. Nice. And um, and people can hear this this. Uh, performed live mm-hmm. uh, at the Grand on Thursday at, at 7 o'clock at your EP release of these three songs that you have uh, put onto a CD. People mm-hmm. can get there. Talk me through that night. What, what should people expect when they get there? Um, it's going to be so... Jinti and I are going to play uh, on the back track. So we have remixed those songs with add vocals and with less guitar so we can play on them. Got it. So that's the back track we're going to use. We're going to play live on that. So it's going to be you know vocal performance and guitar performance. Um, for the next song we're going to listen today, Queen of All the Animals, actually he's he's keeping the guitars and he's going to play small jazzy stuff on top. So it's going to be a, a bit different and funky. Nice. nice. Uh, you know, a bit gypsy jazz, things mm. like that. It's going to be fun. Um, 
And yeah, for the rest, I'm going to have songs um, of my own um, that I've not recorded yet. There might be surprises for the next recording nice. that I'm going to play acoustic. I'm going to introduce also the new crowd, the, new, the, next, uh, the next people I'm working with. Um, and who who is that? That would or, be, or um, is it a surprise for the night? Well, you know, <laughs> I can uh, I can most definitely give you their full name. This is Nolan Perry Arnold and Barrett Johann Bringsjord. Uh, it's mainly Nolan. You know, I've been playing with Nolan quite a bit, uh, and he's very versatile. He's playing guitar, he's playing bass, he's playing violin, he's playing accordion. Wow. He's going to play accordion on two songs. So I'm going to do, there's two songs I'm going to play acoustic and he's there with the accordion. Uh, there's a bunch of songs I'm playing acoustic and voice and he's there with an acoustic guitar too. So there's going to be an acoustic set. There's going to be a uh, electric set, electronic set with Ginty. And, and we're going to use loopers too. There's going to be definitely a percussive set. I'm bringing oh, a lot cool. of African percussion. Cool. I'm bringing a lot of um, those big Norse um, drums too and I have I think two or three songs that are going to be very tribal this way oh, that are going that to be full percussion forward uh, and that's trying to trying to grab the sense of primitive feeling that, that, that we all share in common so that's part of the show I'm very excited about this okay everybody if you're listening out there you got to go to this gig. It sounds wonderful. You mentioned loopers. What does that mean? Uh, I'm going to use looping pedals. So I'm going to, because we don't have a full band. So there's a song I've, I've been working with, for instance, with Nolan and, and Barrett. Barrett is playing the violin and Nolan is going to be behind uh, an acoustic guitar. So what I'm doing for this song uh, is I'm starting with the, with the djembe and then I'm looping the djembe live so i'm playing this jumbe riff and i'm recording it live and then i stop the recording and it's playing in loops got it and, and then i'm over those loops and then i'm grabbing a bass and i'm playing the bass on top of this loop which i'm looping again and then the song progresses this way uh and so i'm also going to have a song with jinty where we're going to do this as well i'm going to loop a cajon and then i'm going to have the freedom to kind of play a bit around this and that's so really yeah, neat. it's going to be fun, yeah. and that's that's one way you could get away with. Well, a if you have the talent to play those different things, uh, and also to get away with having less people. And I, I don't know if this is not evidently evident in what we were talking about. That song that you just heard and the one coming up is just two people. It's you and Ginty it's playing me and Ginty. everything. Everything on the on the EP is me and Ginty. He's been taking care mainly of the guitars, the basses. Uh, we've been crafting the songs together. Um, and I guess I had an eye on the percussion and percussive aspect of things much more. It was definitely the singing melody yeah. and, you know, the lyrics. And, yes. But we really shared the, 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 the whole compositional thing. Awesome. Uh, that where, you know, he, he, he needs to be celebrated is the mixing skills and the mastering skills. It's all him. And recording skills, too. You know, I recorded a lot in my studio, but I recorded a lot at his studio. Uh, but really, the, the quality of the sound, it's, 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 it's all him. It's, he's been mixing it and he's been mastering it on his own. It what a talent. What a talent. And uh, we're going to introduce the next song. Um, and we're going to talk more about this recording uh, and the choices that you make when you're recording. Uh, but the next song is called Queen of All the Animals, about your daughter. Yeah. And uh, we, I mean, other than the fact that it's about your daughter, what made you, what inspired you to write this specific song about her? 
Um, I, I always wanted to write a song about my daughter, so oh, yeah. it's kind of it was kind of long overdue. <laughs> um, and I have a tendency to write, you know, songs that are a bit social political. I have a tendency to write songs that can be sometimes a bit about um, a bit more the grunge world, you know, sure. a bit sad songs and things. And so I don't I don't very often write happy songs. So I was like, okay, you know, okay, mate, you need to do something about this. <laughs> and so I thought, okay, let's find something sweet to to write about. It's got to be, of course, and it was my daughter. So. First, it was this like, okay, you need you need a song that that's a bit more that's a bit more happy. You don't have many of those. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started with a list of some of those, right? So right. it was really this, and then um, I had read um, because I, don't, I didn't know where to start, what aspect of my daughter I wanted to highlight, and she's always been um, playing with animals for sure. Like fluffies is a thing. Um, definitely, it's a song, obviously, where I recognize part of myself in my daughter, right? This sort mm-hmm. of wilderness. Uh, this sort of uh, love of the woods, love of the of the wild, um, and yeah, I, I sort of played with the with with this idea uh, from from this picture. So I was trying to figure out where to start, and then I, uh, I came across a um, an interesting idea. I think it was one of the, the classes that I'm taking on, on on songwriting. That if you have the blank page kind of um, uh, moments, what you could do is actually take a picture or look at a painting and start writing around uh, the observation that you have there. And then the inspiration comes. Yes. And so I remembered that picture. That picture you can see on the website and you can see if you if you go to every platform, that's the picture of the single you see there that I had to retouch and make it more like a painting. Uh, but that picture it was a picture that I took in her bedroom where she was sitting like some sort of a queen surrounded <laughs> by the entirety of her fluffies. Uh, and on the right, there is the sun that comes through the window. And I remember at the time, because we were listening to the animals, uh, mm. specifically, I was playing the record, was playing in the back, uh, that I dubbed that picture um, all of the animals in a house of the rising sun because <laughs> uh, the sun was literally rising on the right. Yeah. It was the morning. And, uh, right. and so and here she stands, you know, on that edge of the bed uh, and all this, cre- you know, helped create the, the first few lyrics. So she's there. She's like this little bird who who's about to fly off from the from the tree. Um, and she is she is. Yeah, she is. She really is this 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 loving individual who cares for each and every one animal um she and knows they're all there which ones are which what what, what their name exactly. is exactly yeah yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> that's what i want to do in this song i guess the lyrical content is very much about this that she cares about the critters and the tigers right. alike and that she uh she has this also innocence and i guess you know what i wanted to express also in the in, in the chorus when i say uh, that while my manly mojo is fading away is i'm looking <laughs> at this ball of energy and i'm feeling you know i'm not that old but you know i'm getting i'm i'm, I'm starting to be in my 40s you know i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm definitely feeling not in my 20s anymore right, and right. here is this young lady full of verve and power and passion and yes. and i'm just amazed by 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 her energy and by uh and by her curiosity, and um, it's also a gaze that I have on my, about myself when I'm when I'm writing. You know, the, right. this she's so there's the innocence, there's the purity, there's the energy, and I really wanted to write a song that is about this. You know, this this young girl. It's very powerful. It's a very empowering song for for young ladies. Yes, she is queen. She is queen. She well, is well, queen. daddy, daddy is fading away. She she rules. <laughs> she's, you know, she's coming to power. Uh, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love the bedside wild empire. I, you could just you can just imagine in her head 
the world she has created. It's oh, yeah. not just those animals that everyone ha- she knows and everyone has a name. I'm sure that there is just a whole empire that she has created oh, yeah. in her head and, and how wonderful that is. She oh, likes to I play daycare that. with this. So she's the lady at daycare. <laughs> and so every animal comes to daycare and she organizes activities, you know, and stuff. It's kind of, it's funny. I love this line too. Each time a creature disappears, it's born again inside her head. I love that. Uh, it's very evocative, and particularly today because my son—I just found out my son has to put his cat, long time his baby that he raised cat down, and so he has to recreate that. That and that, and, and just I, I loved it because it gave me hope and it gave me strength <laughs> to talk to him of that. You know, even when people and things disappear, we 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 create them and recreate them in your head, and yeah. how wonderful. And beautiful that is. It's also something that I think, uh, as as a, as a parent, uh, needs to be celebrated about children. Um, you know, I'm not here to give advice. I'm not here, and you know, I, I I have my pluses and my minuses definitely when it comes to parenting, just like everybody else. But one of the things that I really insisted on doing with my kids very early on is to give them the space to to be very evocative with their imagination, instead of placing them in places when they are too much control or too yeah. much contrite. I like I like guidance more than I like control when yeah. it comes to parenting. I like um and I like just to be there. I like spent equal time with both of my children in my recording studio. I'm nice. gonna have a I'm gonna have a song about my son too uh, okay. eventually. <laughs> and I'm sure this is gonna be about this, him just walking around back and forth in the studio grabbing one instrument, shaking it, you know, uh using a guitar, banging a bass taking a shaker, using the shaker as a pick for the guitar. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that song. That is, awesome. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's very fun. So this is, I guess, also what I want to say here. You know, when a creature disappears, born again inside a head, like the world of imagination needs to be cherished when it comes to, when it comes to kids. Oh, and just let exactly. it grow. Let it happen. Don't, don't mess with this. This is what's going to make future great adults. Exactly. And also to keep that fire and spark going on as we age which gets more and more difficult i think yeah. unless you unless you feed it yeah um uh, we have to move on we could talk about this forever but um <laughs> i just want to say this uh the the riff that you started with in this song is so super cool okay i totally imagined myself walking down the street with head, with my earbuds in and just doing that cool jazz head bob i mean mm. not jazz but just that you know, boom. I, I just love, love yeah, the groove. Yeah. It's super chill. And the vocals are, are so fun. It's a sunny day song. Um, we're going to listen to it. We'll see how, what kind of time we have to, after, after this to talk about some more things. But we definitely want to talk uh, again about the gig and what else you have coming up and where people can find your information. That will be after the song. So um, let's go ahead and take a listen to Queen of All the Animals, sung and written by my guest today, Cedric Brion. Cedric. Ashes standing over the edge, just making a blast. 
stop flashing Outside of stupid species is Cajun But my baby girl, she shows no signs of aging She's got all my memories stored away But isn't how the story goes One man, man, mojo Time she gets a violent threat Each time a creature disappears It's born again inside her head And when the skies are getting clear She drags the thunder to her hands So that the cowards cow and fear From what they cannot understand She's got all the bozos Scurring away But they said how the story goes Why my man left Mojo's This is Musician Talk, and I'm your host, Pauline so Jennings. Brendan, you're not fat. My guest today is Cedric Briand, and you just heard his original called Queen of All the Animals. He collaborated with Jinti again on this song. Okay, isn't that super chill? <laughs> I love that. It's a good example of lo-fi. We've been talking about this. Yes, right. See, that's the vibe. It's super just like chill, as you say. It is super chill, and, and yet fun i mean you know not so laid back that you want to sleep right it's just, yeah, it's yeah. Just got, it gets it gets you going you want to keep you yeah. want to move and what i love about this song and i want to just touch on very briefly here is the space that everything has and i and i i know that because what i've seen with your documentaries that that is something that you put value on and that you're yeah. really trying to do can you talk to us about that a little bit yeah so that's the thing so it's a lo-fi song but it's not a lo-fi song just pretty much what we've done <laughs> With the other songs, you know, remember Born of the Same? We mm-hmm. played with a lot of things going on there. There was dream pop, there was hip hop, there was dream rock, there was different flavors right. going on. There's a jumbe going on. Um, so it's the same with Skies and Grain. It's hard rock, it's metal, but there's a bunch of other sweetnesses going on too. So here too, we really wanted to do a, a lo-fi song, but 
not just lo-fi. Because a real example of lo-fi would have been less filled and full, as you just said, like this. So right. I wanted to sing with a voice that was a bit more uh, hip and less and less chill. Let's do, you know, let's just right. chill. Because lo-fi can, can, I don't know if, if you're aware of like, uh, for instance, trip hop bands like Massive Attack or no. Body's Head. And this is more like mm, more, more cold. Uh, and this, this song is definitely not cold. As no, you it's said, it's more like warm. a sunny day. Yes, so, it is. You know, so yeah, there's, 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 there's elements of other genres uh, on this song. Jinty's guitar is definitely gypsy jazz. Um, and, and the voice is definitely a bit more soul and R&B. Yeah. You know, so it brings... A little pop in there too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then that's how you get, I guess, the, 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 the chance to, f to fill all the aspects of the song is when you start to in intersect genres like this to it makes it easy. Yeah. And uh, and on the flip side of that is uh, having a, a space for everything, so it doesn't get overcrowded. Which, like skies and grain, you, it could easily be. There's so much going on there, but you guys found, and this may be Jinty's brilliance, uh, found a space for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was very amazing. good for this. Like uh, you know, we can say that he's definitely the one who's the mastermind behind uh, finding the right place for things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. That's such a that is such a talent. All right, we need to wrap up here, and um, so I want you to tell us about your upcoming shows. But before you do, um, I'm going to talk about one here, and that is a concert in um, August, August 19th. It's a Saturday night at 7:30, and it's part of the 411. Uh, concert series that is back with a bang from um, the Northfield Arts Guild. Uh, it's a series that starts uh, this seven, uh, June seventeenth um, with uh, Simon and Garfunkel tribute, which is a group that I'm part of, and as well as my husband, who you've heard me talk about quite a bit, as well as Craig Wasner, which I don't know, maybe seventy five percent of my guests have talked about quite a bit, and Barb Piper, who can sing anything, and Mike Legvold on bass, who a lot of you I'm sure know. Our gig is on the seventeenth. Please get tickets. And uh, Cedric Cedric is playing um, August nineteenth as the closer for the summer series. We also have a a, a, a concert in. July with Pat Donahue and Randy Sabine. All right, that was my pitch. So go ahead and yeah. tell us about your other shows. Yeah. Up. Well, thank you for this show. First of all, I think it's going to be great. You I know? think it's going to be like, great. I think those are the two. Those are two big headlines of this summer. You know, the Grand. I always wanted to play at the Grand. Cause it's such a cool place. It's it a is. tough place to play at because it's an open space. At the sound. It's hard to get the yeah. sound right uh, for particularly for bigger groups. But, but yeah, I'm absolutely excited to have yeah. like big vocal exhilarating moments going on there yes. and see how it resounds and also those percussions that I'm going to bring I'm, I'm, I'm craving just for that sound how it's going to sound in there yes. those big big African drums uh, and I'm also excited of course at the at the Arts Guild Theatre it's such a, a very nice locale I've, I've been there to see you and it was also like a, a, a pleasure uh, the other you. places I'm going to play so far so I got a tentative um, date at Tensonvolt uh, that's July 20 that's also a Thursday but I have the freedom to come the previous Thursday or the Thursday after. And I'm hesitant because I do have a Saturday 22nd at Chapel Brewing in uh, Dundas. Okay. I'm doing an acoustic set there outside by the river, very natural. Very oh, stuff. Nice. Less electric, more like acoustic and drums. Yeah. We don't want the nice. neighbors to be too angry. <laughs> right. uh, and we right. want to fit the locale. It's sort of, they have this beautiful little outside space that's pretty yes. chill. So I think it's going to be fun this way. Uh, that's going to be me because Ginty is is uh, the, one of the reasons we are moving also, and we're moving away. He's busy. He's busy. He's busy. 
uh, most Saturdays and we're most playing with Fridays. Chad Johnson, right? We're playing with Chad yeah. Jensen. They have, you know, they have something big going on, and uh, and I understand totally. So I also need to find new musicians so that I can also honor some of the dates uh, in Fridays and Saturdays. He'd probably be there for the Tens and Vault one because it's a it's a Thursday. Nice. But I'm thinking because right now I have July 20 at Tens and Vault and uh, 22nd at Chapel. Those two dates might be a bit too close. <laughs> and if I push the thir- the the Thursday back one week, then what we have is uh, July 3rd. Which is one day before Bastille Day, so I'm thinking about something cool French oh, going absolutely. on. Absolutely, I could do absolutely. something Bastille Day uh, infused yes. at Tens and Vaults. Nice. Well, to find out all of this and to if they didn't have a pen to write it down, yeah. uh, where can they go to find your schedule? Every social media. So right now, uh, Facebook Greenville Manitou, Instagram Greenville Manitou, YouTube Greenville Manitou. Those are the big the big ones. I am moving away from Twitter for uh, personal and let's say. Uh, preference reasons and you, ha- uh, and you have a website greenville manager greenville manager.com where everything is there and links everything you to all of the places nice. um, and i guess the next big social media i'm going to start exploring this year is finally tiktok oh, i've fun, been standing fun. away from tiktok for a while but i'm like okay let's see oh you'll be great on tiktok i have no doubt and you know with that we have to wrap it up and say goodbye I am so happy that I had a chance to catch up with you and people got to hear what you've been up to and people please please if you're in town go to the Grand on Thursday night to see Seth Week play his music and Gene T and Greenville Manitou just one last word Um, I think I'm going to do some some things to also raise money and awareness for for Ukraine great Um, so those concerts I'm going to have to do mainly on my own I was thinking about doing something with a hotspot here in town reaching nice, out to yep. those guys do some sort of interview maybe watch the documentary and do a fundraiser then it's tougher nice. to do a fundraiser when you have to play with musicians and have to pay them too right so i think i'm going to have a couple of dates where i'm going to be on my own in some locales around and want to reach out to the cow want to reach out to reunion upstairs and see if i can you know bring some of my instruments and do an auction there and use the money for those causes so this is how i'm going to raise money for those causes and um, I know I know the websites and I know the, the places to send the money. They've been approved by some of my Ukrainian friends. So I know this is not a, some sort of a trap or whatever. Right. It's been You're, double, triple checked. You are a great man. I'll tell you. Thank, <laughs> thank you, you for being on today. Yeah, thanks. Take care. Take care. Bye. Thanks so very much to Cedric for all of his musical insight and for sharing his music with us today. Thanks always to Wendy Nordquist. And today I want to give a shout out to Mary Boyum. A little bird told me she is a regular listener and I can't tell you how much I appreciate her and all of the listeners to Musician Talk on the One KYMN. Have a terrific day.